0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Summertime Bit Boys. It's me, James. It's me, Blake. And after our one week hiatus, we're coming back with another kind of special episode, a sort of retrospective. We'll be covering the Resident Evil series this week. So, what's your overall experience with this franchise then, Blake? Um,
1: the first time I played the game was Resident Evil One, the director's cut for uh, PlayStation. But I played that just right before the release of Resident Evil Two. Um, just give like a quick overview before I give any thoughts or opinions. Then I played uh, Three Nemesis. I played uh, Code Veronica a little bit on the Dreamcast. I played, uh, was it Resident Evil 4, was it? Yeah, Leon 4. I played 5. I never played 6. And I played 7 for like a moment. And I played the remake of uh, Resident Evil 2 as well for a moment. And I believe that's about it for me. Oh, I played Resident Evil Gaidenville on Game Boy Color. Yeah, I played that one. That was a, a trash game. But yeah, I played that. How about yourself?
0: I've played uh, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, uh, Survivor, Code Veronica, the Game Boy one I have a hard copy of at home with the box and everything. Um, The remake, Zero, uh, Outbreak 1 and 2, 4, uh, Deadly Silence, which is the DS remake, but not remake I guess port. Uh, I played the Umbrella Chronicles, Resi 5. Uh, What else did I have? I played the Mercenaries. I played, which one was Revelations? Ah, that was the 3DS DS one. Yeah. 3DS, yeah. So yeah, I played that. I didn't play Raccoon City because it was trash. I played 6. Uh, I didn't play Revelations 2 or Umbrella Corpse. I played 7 and Remake of 2 and 3. So basically, I played all the traditional ones. I just didn't play any of the jank-ass multiplayer, uh, third-person shootery type ones. So I've played nearly yeah. every single one. And I think I own most of them still at home as well, back in England. So you a little fanboy. Uh, yeah, I've definitely stuck with the series over, well, it's like been around for how long now? Like 30 years? 30? No
1: way. No, way less than 30. first one was
0: 1996. C- yeah. So that's like, yeah, third, nearly 30 years. It's like shy of five years. So it's 25 years.
1: Yeah, I'd say 25, yeah.
0: So it's been around for a while. And uh, I mean, the first one I played, like you, was the director's cut, because I remember getting the demo disc of the second one. Yeah. And I remember playing that to absolute death. Uh, And then I remember also being shit scared because I was maybe 10 when I played the first one. And I remember opening the door and the dog like sticking its head through the door when huh. they tell you not to go back out there again. And when you find the zombie for the first time that put me off yeah. playing it for a while. Yeah. I, can I imagine. I was a little scaredy, scaredy poo boy. Huh. But uh, after that, I really enjoyed those games. There were very few that ever put me off finishing them. I mean, I think the only one I didn't finish was zero because I didn't like the, uh, what did they call it? The character zapping where you, controlled two characters yeah and the ai would take over for one when you weren't controlling them and a number of the puzzles revolved around like swapping items between them and it was a nice idea but the ai was dumb as pig shit and would waste all your bullets yeah so i wasn't a massive fan of that but uh the remake of one on the gamecube i played that so many times yeah
1: so what Um, got you into like what made you like so interested in resident evil like what won you over about the game like you know what was like the strong i guess as you said like the unique selling point of the game or the the feeling the atmosphere
0: because until that point like most mainstream games weren't horror games before the playstation came around most video game consoles were considered children's toys yeah uh, sony very early on I mean, some of their marketing campaigns were, especially in English, England, pretty extreme. Like uh, they were printing out cards and sticking them in phone booths, like sex adverts and things like that, or uh, hmm. treating the PlayStation as some kind of hardcore drug. Uh-huh. So they were very adamant that it was like a big boy console for big boys with big balls. Yeah. And uh, I remember going to the video uh, not video store, I think it was Curry's, which is like an electronics store in England. Oh. And uh, they had Resident Evil being played on the CRTs, like a demo video of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because before then, there wasn't really that much violence in video games, the trailer was in black and white. And every time like the zombies or the sharks or whatever would latch onto the character, it would censor it out. Like It would put a black bar over it. Huh. So I was immediately interested of like, whoa, I've never seen a video game do that before. Like, what? what's the big deal? Why is it like, why can't they show it? And then uh, I went to my uncle's house and he had the copy of the game. And it was the the director's cut box, I think, had like the zombie turning around on the front of it. It wasn't okay. the like weird one with Chris and his like stroke face.
1: Yeah, the Directors Cut, I think, in America had that guy, that
0: one. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to take a quick look. But uh, Resident Evil, Directors Cut, UK. Directors Cut, UK. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. The box in the UK uh, had the zombie turning around on the front of it. Okay. And then... So, go on. As you can say, I think they had a couple of different boxes because... Some of them have the zombie on the front of it, and then some of them have Chris with his stroke face, but it's not the one with like the montage of stuff behind him, yeah, like the original box was the one where like the longer you look at it, the more details you could pick out like uh the the one of the patterns behind him was like a spider, like it was two spiders together, yeah, so you look at the case and you can see it's like made up of spiders, crows feet. Lots Which of different one this is? things. That's the original box, the non-director's cut version. Again, I don't know okay. if the US one was different. But it kind of has like Chris stood there with like a gun and you can kind of make out the mansion and there's a bunch of silhouettes behind him. Oh, yeah. yeah I okay. just found the American one. It's the same.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I remember this box art. I, yeah. yeah, and then like they... Fucking squeezed it as well.
0: Yeah, especially the satin one. Yeah, because the satin has uh, a long ass box.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I was, I'll be honest. I wasn't really a fan of the box art. The box art did not sell me as a the young boy. But um I will say, I was. I believe I was introduced to Director's Cut because uh my friend was like, "Oh, dude, you got to play this game. It's like the best game ever, and it's like so violent and scary." Now, I don't know. I may have told you this, maybe not. I grew up watching horror movies, actually. My mom was really big into watching like B rated movies, but she also would show me horror movies that, you know, were no longer B grade. Like, I remember my first time watching Freddy Krueger, I was like six years old. So, before getting into Resident Evil, like, I had watched quite a lot of horror movies. I had seen all of friday the 13th all of freddy krueger i've seen the alien movies i've seen like old school classic films like house of wax and stuff not not the remake the original one anyways so i I was pretty well versed in horror films so when i saw resident evil i'll be honest i i didn't really get why it was scary i was just like whatever it's just zombies zombies are to me honestly zombies are the least scary entity minus 28 days later 28 day later i think did a pretty cool job with zombies even yeah. though people can argue they're not zombies anyways um yeah i didn't think Evil was really scary a lot of times it to me the big thing was uh i i guess to be honest like it just felt more like a jump scare a lot of times which kind of irritated me about the game i didn't like all the jump scares because was like man that's cheap and then also i think i've harped on this before gameplay matters to me not atmosphere not story the gameplay really really bothered me I couldn't stand the tank controls. It was, something I just couldn't get over. So I I got, I think, halfway through the game. I'll be honest, I played on easy mode because it wasn't really fun for me. I just played on easy to get through the game. And then I, what was it? At some point, the voice actors changed the director's cut and everyone sounded Canadian. I remember that really well because everyone's like, a boot, get me goon. (laughs) I was like, what is this? everyone's voice changed I can't deal with it so I quit playing Resident Evil 1 but when Resident Evil 2 came out I had a better experience with it granted I didn't like the gameplay to be honest with you but Resident Evil 2 I actually thought had legitimately like intense kind of s- scary moments like the liquor that was actually really well done I felt that the original Resident Evil could not deal with that at all It was I felt it did a really poor job of implementing horrors because you know. When you're in the police station, was it the first time you enter that one hallway and you see the window and the liquor just crawls across? Like, well, what the yeah. hell is that? thing? And you don't see it again for like, what, 30 or 40 more minutes. And you'll just kind of hear noises. Like, there's a lot of build up. I thought Resident Evil 2 was great in terms of an actual horror game. They did a great job building up all these enemies and the situation. So that was the first Resident Evil game I actually beat. And even though I didn't like the gameplay, I thought they did such a good job with the horror elements of the game. So I really liked it. That stood out a lot to me compared to the first Resident Evil game. How about yourself?
0: I mean, Resident Evil 2 is probably like the highlight of the series. Like a lot of people will always defend it. They will say it's like it took everything that was good about the first one and it cranked it up like it doubled down on it. And yes, they did. Like, uh, obviously, you got two characters, twice the amount of gameplay. You technically got four playthroughs, depending on who you started with. And yeah, it was bigger and better in every way. But for some reason, I just really preferred the first one. I liked the I liked the setting. I liked the idea that they were isolated, alone in the woods, and there was this huge mansion that was just full of. To begin with, like you said, zombies. And yeah. then you kind of get introduced to other stuff. Like um you said, yes, there's that build up with the liquor where it kind of crawls past the window. And then in the next corridor, it kind of comes out and you see it. For me, like uh, a similar moment for that in Resi 1. It's obviously not as impactful because it just happens is when you first meet the hunters, the frogmen type things. Yeah. It's like... You go back into the house and then you get a POV of like something just leaping over and running around, and you think, oh, it's just a dog or something. But then you get these huge ass frog monsters that when they leap over you, they can take your head off in one strike. And they become yeah. that to me is when Resident Evil kind of comes into its own as this is not a run and gun, this is a survival horror game. Uh-huh. Because If you try to stand and fight those enemies, unless you've got like a grenade launcher or a decent amount of shotgun ammo with some good timing, they are a waste of bullets, a waste of life. And all it takes is for one of them to get above you. And then that's it. It's over. Yeah. So to me, that's when the real horror elements set in. Is like the zombies. It becomes a case of how often do I have to traverse this corridor? Is it worth spending the bullets or not? Because the yeah. zombies, especially in the old one, they were pretty easy to duke. So you could just get around them real easy. Yeah. But the hunters actually like posed a threat. And then I don't know, like it was campy horror, obviously, like real campy. Like uh, there's no getting around that. The voice acting was horrendous. I think it actually is in the Guinness Book of Records for worst dialogue in a video game. Huh. Like worst voice Not a acting. Surprise. But for me, I don't know. I really liked the mansion setting and the woods. I think it reminded me a lot of George A. Romero's like Night of the Living Dead, where they're all kind of trapped in the house in the forest. Yeah. And they're just trying to survive. Resident Evil 2 I liked um, because of the city setting. And then, like you said, when you go in the police station, they do a real good job of like framing that this once kind of bustling environment is now dead silent. And there's just yeah. nobody around. And the music for it is really good. So, yeah. personally, I like Resident Evil 1 a little bit more. But I will admit that Resident Evil 2 is the better game.
1: Another thing, too, about Resident Evil 1 I really didn't like was the fact that Chris didn't start out with a gun. That I thought was infuriating. I was like, are you serious? Only Jill starts the gun? I have a knife and I have to find the gun? Like, yeah, I didn't find but- that to be pleasing. I thought that was, like, a shitty gameplay choice i know some people like that but i didn't see it as being fun
0: it was just mm-hmm. annoying you get it near enough instantly because you get the knife you run away from the zombie and go back to the hall and it's on the floor
1: but do you get my point like what's the what's the purpose of that what does that serve me it's just a waste of time that yeah. was my point
0: that's fair because like enough, all you I do guess.
1: is like you enter then exit and, like oh there's the guns like wow that was like a waste of five minutes if not you know less than that and i have to avoid a zombie like there's no fear in that it's just more like. Let's see how well you can dodge the zombie. (laughs) Play the Benny Hill
0: music. I mean, I guess the main main difficulty setting between Chris and Jill is that Chris doesn't get the lock pick. So Chris has to give up inventory space for, uh, I think they're called like mini keys. Yeah. So whereas obviously he gets less ammo as well, unless you use the cheat and the director's cut to double up on everything, he gets less... I don't know if the zombies hit harder, but I know he just gets less items overall. Yeah. And I never really understood why they did that because you did have a difficulty setting as well. Because you're a man. You better man up. (laughs) But yeah, I I understand what you mean. It's kind of like an arbitrary thing of, here's the knife, just run away from the zombie, go get the gun. Okay, that was a waste of time. I understand where you're coming from.
1: That doesn't make me feel like, happy to play the game that's why i liked resident evil 2 you know both characters start out with the same stuff like cool same situation same items let's do this it's it's not you know even per se because you start off different parts of the game and you experience things a little bit differently but at least it was a fun deviation especially because the story is different because you know when you play as claire you meet uh sherry birkin and you get to play as her one of the most useless characters in the early part of resident evil series okay. and then as you play as like leon then you meet you know Ada Wong. You also get to play as her as well. And at least she plays like Claire or Leon. So in that sense, I also liked you know what you could, the character switching minus Sherry. That was dumb. Um, I also kind of liked the grunge. I thought the grungy city setting and like the sewers and the lab. I really liked that aspect of Resident Evil 2. And then even though I'll be honest, I cheated to play this section, but I really liked Hunk. I cheated to do it. I'd be honest, I couldn't do it. I needed to cheat to get through it. I wasn't good enough as a, as a gamer. But I liked Hunk. I thought Hunk's design was cool. I really liked this. To be honest, I like the story of Hunk more than I like the story of Claire and Leon.
0: I mean, did you... You said you only played Resident Evil 2? Uh, no, little, I... Like the, the remake, first... sorry? Yeah, the remake. I only played a bit. They flesh him out a little bit more in that one. But maybe he um, doesn't need
1: to be fleshed out, you know? Sometimes it's nice to... Okay, go on.
0: Not not a ton. Just like there's a reason for why he's there built into the game. Like there's a little back and forth of what he was doing. Because I know he's one of the... He's supposed to be one of the guys that shoots William Birkin. And he gets the sample and he's trying to get out.
1: Yeah, well, he's called like Mr. Death or whatever. Because whenever he goes into a place, everyone else around him dies. But he always survives. Yeah, that's why he was. That's why he and his team was chosen for the job because he always survives.
0: But that's why it's called the
1: fourth survivor.
0: That mode is fucking ridiculous. Like I didn't do it, like you on the original one. Like I, I just couldn't be asked. The remake, I spent so long doing it. When I finally finished it, I was like, "Uh, Do I really want to do tofu mode as well?
1: They have tofu mode on the remake as well.
0: They not only have tofu mode, but they have five variants of tofu. Why? Because each one gets like different stuff. I see. So it's just like different challenges. I see. Doesn't
1: really sound like fun. No. I I didn't feel I I go on.
0: I I did hunk and I did the original tofu and then I was like, no, I'm not doing this again.
1: Yeah, like I did hunk and I cheated. Uh I'll cheat for tofu, but tofu wasn't even close to being fun to me. At least hunk was interesting. There were story elements to it. Yeah. So I liked yeah I liked hunk a lot I thought hunk was really cool I like I like the backstory of like some dude having to break in and steal the uh secrets of umbrella and the uh what was it the G virus back then right yeah so I thought that was interesting I really liked that take on uh the story um but I guess that brings us to a resident evil 3 since we're gonna be going down this long path of games um Resident Evil 3, uh, it was cool to see Jill come back, I guess. I'll be honest. She didn't look like the original Jill to me. They, like, sexified her or gave her, I guess, appeal. Um, I thought the crafting system was interesting, but because it took up space in my inventory, I didn't like it. I immediately disliked it, and uh, I didn't like Nemesis. I really didn't like the inclusion of Nemesis. I thought it was – I'll be honest. I thought it was cheap. I thought it was really cheap. Because I couldn't really get a moment to kind of like just chill out and think. It's like, oh look, he's here. It's like, oh boy. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for interrupting my gameplay every like five, ten seconds. So I I couldn't finish Nemesis. I was like, I can't stand this game. It's just not fun. It's just annoying. I mean That was my take,
0: but well, go on. I I kind of liked three. I thought it was like it sat in like this weird. Kind of place where they were like maybe I, I mean i think the reason why the naming structure went the way it did was they started working on nemesis but then they were wanted the next numbered title to come out on the dreamcast or something but they thought it would yeah. confuse people so they added the nemesis subtitle just yeah there, and then obviously code veronica became its own thing But I always thought, kind of like the same way with the remakes as well, that it was just, it was kind of the beginning of the end for Capcom in that era because it was when they were starting to show their asset flipping side. Yeah. Where I know it wasn't as easy to do it back then because they used pre rendered backgrounds and it was kind of a fully fleshed out game. So anyone who's played the remake of three knows that there are huge chunks missing from the remake. And it is a shameless cash grab, whereas the original one was kind of it had like lots of interesting areas, its own bosses. I liked the fact that it was running parallel to two. Um, But for me, it always kind of it felt like Resident Evil 2.5 because there wasn't as big a leap between two and three. Yeah, so like you said, they added in crafting. I think there was some kind of dodge mechanic as well where you could like back step yeah. and push the zombies. Um, obviously, it looked a little bit nicer. They added some different weapon variants. I really liked Carlos as a character.
1: Uh huh.
0: I thought the original Carlos was like quite interesting and it was nice to kind of see uh the umbrella kind of soldiers, like the ones who'd sort of been lied to that they were there to help people they didn't know that umbrella had caused it all yeah and i did quite like nemesis i liked his design and i liked the way that every time you beat him he kind of evolved again but yeah yeah it was kind of it does get a little bit annoying i think the the intention was to keep you on edge knowing that you could be attacked at any time Yeah. Uh, And then they added like a weird like quick time system in it as well.
1: Yeah. It was like Uh, one of the really early quick time games.
0: Yeah. Although I don't even know if you could call it a quick time. It was like a choose your own adventure thing.
1: Oh, is that what you mean? I thought you meant like when you had to hit like actual legit quick time events.
0: I don't think there were any real quick time events in three. There were when the nemesis corners you, you'd be given two choices like jump out the window or fight him run away or push a box on him and it was like oh
1: okay i was yeah okay i misunderstood yeah that makes sense yeah you you could do that branching path system yeah
0: so that were i a little bit of interest to it but once you obviously played through it again you realized it was basically a case of did you want to fight the nemesis for a chance to get one of the items he drops or did you just want to stun him to get rid of him yeah i mean one area I really liked was the gas station area, like the standoff, where you and Carlos kind of like stuck in the gas station and having to fight all the zombies off, yeah, so I did like the areas, and kind of the premise I just thought it was this weird, oh none of the other Resident Evils had subtitles. Why is this one different?
1: <laughs> that was the only thing that stood out to you was <laughs> the subtitle
0: no, I just felt like because they had to put the subtitle on it and how similar it was to two. I just felt as if they were kind of saying like almost to themselves, like this isn't going to stand on its own.
1: Yeah. More like a DLC. Yeah,
0: essentially it's kind of like another story, but obviously back in the day it was a, a fully fleshed out game, just not with many improvements. Yeah. And then we wouldn't see another numbered resident evil game for, 1999 2005
1: six years yeah we that, finally saw resident evil 4
0: that's when resident evil started to kind of flounder
1: i think it depends on who you ask don't you think
0: well oh, i don't think- really like code veronica
1: oh are you talking about code veronica or are you talking about resident evil 4
0: because oh, no, said- i mean like it's they tried a lot of stuff between um Oh, no, sorry, they didn't. That was, yeah, they tried a lot of stuff between Resident Evil 3 and 4. Like, until 4 came along, they were just trying yeah. to take the established formula and not really do anything with it.
1: Well, Code Veronica had like static cameras that would kind of move. I recall that. And I remember that the guy, oh God, I forget his name, but he looked like Leonardo Steve. DiCaprio, Steve. He looked like Leonardo DiCaprio, and they had to change what he looked like when they re released the game.
0: Yeah, it's Code Veronica was interesting. It was nice to see Claire again. But that to me was kinda when they started to go a little bit off the fucking rails because Wesker had like become a superhuman.
1: Well he still is superhuman, right? So
0: No, he's dead now.
1: Oh, is he dead now? He
0: gets killed in five. Chris yeah, pushes but I him in the to... lava and blows him up.
1: Yeah, I remember that, but you know, knowing Resident Evil he'd probably magically come back somehow. I don't know. I never played six. I mean his son's in six, but Seven? Luna, I don't Oh have. yeah, six years. Six, six.
0: Yeah, seven like completely different.
1: Yeah. I would say that Code Veronica also it took place in Antarctica and it was with the and it was with the original family, wasn't it?
0: Oh, the Asheville fam- family.
1: Yeah. They're like the original family, or were they part of the original?
0: They were an offshoot of it. They were kind of... Because it takes place in two locations. Uh, Chris... Well, Claire starts off on the island, and then Chris follows her to the island. And yeah. then Claire goes to the Antarctic. And then... I think it ends there. Because, yeah, then Chris catches back up with her. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, it was on, like, a they prison have... island.
1: Yeah. But I just remember that, like, Claire was, like, wearing like a halter top or something and it's like antarctica i remember it took me out of the game so like this antarctica shouldn't she be wearing like full-on like puffy jacket trying to stay warm not showing off skin she'd be dead (laughs) like that was my my first thought playing the game like that doesn't make any sense also they introduced dogs really quick and i hate the dog enemies they're they're really shitty
0: yeah i mean like i said the (laughs) The Resident Evil formula from Code Veronica up until before 4, I kind of felt it was just starting to wear thin because, again, they were trying to push the survival horror element and uh, managing items and things like that. But I just never really felt it rewarded skillful play in regards to using the weapons. It was like just knowing what needed to die and what you could get around. So it's kind of like a memorization game. Because like you, I hate the dogs as well, because the fucking pistol just does nothing against them. Yeah. And then there's, I think there's some kind of stat. There's always been some kind of hidden stat thing where every so many shots, you'll land a critical and something's head will explode. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the RNG of the game. So I didn't like that. Yeah. So... I mean I don't I obviously I played Code Veronica that's the Dreamcast one I had the Dreamcast so I had to support it but I enjoyed it I just think it was the same thing but with 3D instead of pre-rendered Yeah it was just more of the same thing and I didn't I it's one of the few Resident Evil games that I've only completed once I never wanted to go back to it again
1: I never fully play I think I did about half the game, but the game just felt really tired, so yeah. I just couldn't finish it.
0: That's what I mean. It was like dragging its feet. They were relying on the Dreamcast's wowing power of somebody looking at it and going, holy shit, that's Resident Evil now? Yeah. Which I did. I remember getting a PlayStation magazine and seeing the screenshots of Code Veronica, and I'm like, holy crap, I didn't think graphics could get that good, but that's all it was banking on. It was the Didn't same... Code
1: Ronica have that really cool like FMV where like Umbrella has like guns to Claire and then she puts her hands up and then she uh, drops the pistol yeah, yeah. <laughs> and falls to four grabs and kills everybody like whoa what's this John Wu nonsense?
0: Yeah so I I liked I remember really liking the I think his name's Nosferatu, the the kind of kids that injected their dad with the their strain of the virus. And he's that weird, like, blindfolded gimp guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, like, heart exposed, and he has that weird, like, spike coming out of his back. I really liked that design, but I think that's because I was getting into Silent Hill at the time. So I just liked that. It seemed, like, really messed up compared to the usual enemies that the game threw at you. Yeah. So the next game I played the most of would have been the remake because, well, that game still holds up today. Like visually, what did you play it on? GameCube. Okay, I mean, the anti aliasing's dog shit, but uh, the thing that wowed me the most is the pre rendered backgrounds, like the high quality gifs of like the curtains blowing in the wind or things flickering, it really sold the atmosphere. Like, yeah, um, there's a scene. Of quite early into the game where you're walking through a hallway and the zombies like silhouette is on the wall because he's outside of the window and you can run past it quite a few times and he never breaks in so it kind of gives you that false sense of security and then they bust through the window and i just yeah. felt that they really nailed the atmosphere in that one
1: yeah the remake was cool my friend really really liked the remake a lot and I watched him play. I played it a bit here and there. Uh, I thought the inclusion of the Crimson Heads was kind of a a nice way of giving you, I guess, a bit more stress.
0: Yeah. You kind of have to I mean, uh, manage the corpses and things like that.
1: Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a smart idea. For me, I like the fact that it had solid voice acting. But, yeah. you know, it was still the original Resident an evil game, which really wasn't my thing, so... For me, it was just more like, yeah, it's cool. I think they did did an incredibly good job for a remake. I'll say that. They did a very good job on that remake. There's a lot of, I feel, love that went into that game. It's like
0: 70% of the game was, like, redone from the ground up. Yeah. Like, different story beats. uh, Things have been moved around. Obviously, they had to remake the entire game. But, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And I still think, like, today, when I boot it up, like, on the... Especially if you get it on PC and you put the HD texture packs on to kind of smooth out the rest of the game, it looks incredible for a game that's what came out in 2002, like nearly 20 years years old, 18 years old. It's legal. Pretty damn good. Yeah. (laughs) You can't drink though.
1: Can't drink, but you could marry it. You could definitely marry it. And then, as Um, I said,
0: Zero was kind of more or less the same. The, the GameCube
1: was is. interesting though, right? Because they remade Resident Evil and they also remade um Metal Gear. And both of them got like yeah, yeah. a lot of love put into it. And also like you were saying, the story beats are a little bit different for each game. Not gonna go on a huge tangent, but I just thought it was kind of a unique thing about the GameCube that yeah. you had these companies making these like really nice remakes.
0: Oh yeah I own the uh was it Twin Snakes? Yeah. I I really enjoyed it. Although they did turn again they had this weird fetish that you said of turning them into like John Woo or Morpheus or like a uh, Neo from the matrix. Cause when the hind like launches a missile at snake, doesn't he like ride it kind of? Yeah. He, like, he rides it. it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He
1: jumps and then he kicks off of it. And I was like, what the hell? I don't like that at all.
0: No, I didn't care for that. But yeah, uh, but, yeah. yeah that
1: was, that was after the matrix. So what do you expect? Um, so here, I have a question for you yep, so we're gonna be switching over to Resident Evil four soon. Yep. Do you think that the transition for Resident Evil from old school style to Resident Evil four style, which was far more action oriented? Do you think it was, in your opinion, as a fan, not in terms of business? Do you think it actually, was a good move and do you think it actually held true to the formula and the feeling of Resident Evil or do you think they kind of just stepped further away from it by relenting to some of the fans who had complained that you know Resident Evil was missing more of that action-oriented feeling to it so you could feel like you're doing a lot more versus when you're shooting a gun you have to hope that the pistol for example is going to hit the dog now you can actually aim at the dog
0: with no issue I thought um, later in the game, I do not like that it becomes more kind of Hollywood where you're like getting machine guns and stuff like that and like blowing up and launching assaults on little islands and things like that. I didn't like that side of it. Uh-huh. I did, however, like the start of that game when you go into the village, that to me was still Resident Evil. They were going in a different direction. With the like zombies, like you said, 28 days later, nobody hated on that film. They changed the name yeah. and they said they were infected, not zombies, but people agreed that it was a, a breath of fresh air. And I think Resident Evil 4 did the same thing. I think if they'd have just kept the kind of Las Plagas and kind of reined it a little bit back on the Hollywood, like uh, spectacular set pieces. I still think it would have stood up as a Resident Evil game because you still had like the body horror elements of like people changing into monsters. Uh, You still had quite creepy slow monsters like the Iron Maiden type monsters that you had to look inside of to shoot the plague. And if they got near you, they would impale you. The chainsaw guys were really sort of, they induced a lot of panic because you could aim but you couldn't move whilst you're aiming. Yeah. So I thought Resident Evil 4
1: also had those black things, right? The black things. The the black enemies.
0: What do you mean by black enemies? Sorry.
1: They had like these like really long kind of teeth. They moved kind of like Sadako in the Ring.
0: Oh, that was yeah. The Iron Maiden guys with the spikes. There was like two variants oh, the, of
1: them. Yeah, I just remember like I remember the the ones I remember the ones that are completely black. I remember those ones specifically. Yeah who move really slow and then they start like jittering and then like they move like fast as lightning
0: yeah so i really liked that side of it because when you shot something's head off sometimes that fucking bug would just grow out of it or the dogs would grow stuff out of their backs and i thought that was a natural progression to go along with the gameplay because obviously zombies weren't going to cut it anymore yeah because you now had free aim but I didn't like the whole like knife fight with Krauser or whatever his name was, um, all the kind of Matrix-y action movies type stuff. I thought that was going too far away from what Resident Evil was, but I thought it started out really strong. It was just a different yeah. approach
1: to horror. And I... Oh, well, sorry, go on. No, Wait, I, was gonna say,
0: then, uh, I was just going to say, and then I was just going to say, as the game went on, it became less and less like Resident Evil. I mean, you still had the big boss battles. They were like staple of the series anyway, that whatever was chasing you, you fought at the end. And it was always kind of less of a survival horror thing and more of a, did you save enough bullets to kill this thing type battle. So that was still there. Yeah. But I felt as it went on, it just became more and more of trying to sell Leon as like a one-man army, like Arnold Schwarzenegger style.
1: (sighs) But, you know, girls loved Leon. He was, you know, oh, yeah. the handsome boy. Um, I'll be honest, I-, I loved Resident Evil 4. I think for me, Resident Evil 4 kind of uh, solved a lot of the issues I had with the series, which was I can now move a bit more and I could also adjust the camera as I see fit and I could shoot things the way I think I should be able to shoot it. So I really liked Resident Evil 4. Because like I said, for me, the gameplay was there and that made me happy. I liked the challenge. I love the fact that when you shot people's heads off a creature come out, I was like, okay, all this stuff makes sense. It reminds me of John Carpenter's, the thing from yeah. like the eighties, which I love is like one of my all time favorite movies. So I just love the, that game in general. I thought it did such a cool job. I like when you shot people in the kneecaps, you could get up close to them and you could like hit them with a the knife and you could say ammo that way. So, or you could knife them in the leg and do that as well to knock them down. So I thought they did a lot of smart things. Um, I didn't like the fact that you were, going to Hollywood thing, you know, Leon is there to save the president's daughter. I thought that was the most like cliche trope I had seen in a long time.
0: Are you a bad enough dude to save the president?
1: Yeah, basically. And so it was kind of always a laughing point for like me and my friends when we played that game. And then like we found you play her as a schoolgirl. Everyone's like, wow, what a typical Japanese move there. (laughs) Yeah. But I remember like one of my favorite parts of the game was when you're like trying to fish. When you're like fishing for that big like what mutate piranha in the lake. Yeah. I always thought that scene was really fun. And I also like the fact that when Leon gets um the Lost plugus in his body, you know, you gotta get it removed from you. Yeah. I thought those aspects of the game were really cool. But yeah, I agree. There's a lot of like kind of Hollywood cliche stuff in the game that they really should have removed. And I think, yeah, it did hurt the game, but I still think the legacy of the game we still feel to this day. And I think there's yeah. still a lot of people who love that game. And yeah, the Iron Maiden, which I was saying like that black guy, not black guy, black no. entity. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. I don't mean that, obviously. Uh, the black entity that you encounter. That was the first time in Resident Evil game where I actually felt legitimately like, oh my God, like that shit is actually freaky to look at. I don't like looking at that and I don't like how it moves. Make it go away.
0: <laughs> did you shoot the water like three times before the fish scene? Oh, so you get eaten? That fucking made me shit my pants the first time I did that. Oh really? I, I wasn't expecting it. It's like a real quick animation as well.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Like I actually shit my pants when that happened. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I wasn't expecting that. Um speaking about this, what did you think of
1: uh the the what was his name? The salesman. What did you think oh, of there being a salesman the to buy the merchant? Because that was, I mean, there are people who love that aspect of the game. I know there's a lot of people who hated that aspect that You could upgrade your weapons, you could buy weapons, you could buy more ammo. It took away any of the survival aspects of the game. I mean, granted, you could avoid him and just play that game with your pistol and say, fuck it. Or you could just keep upgrading, getting new weapons. Oh, I liked it. I loved Um, it. I thought it was great. I loved, was it the red nine pistols, like the burst shot pistol?
0: Yeah. I mean, the only reason I didn't hate it is because, again, it was a natural progression. Uh, In Resident Evil 2 and I think 3, there have always been opportunities to get add-ons for the guns. So it's always been something that existed in the game. They just expanded it. And I preferred that because you could sink points into something that did high damage but had shit bullet capacity and a real dog shit reload time. Or you could create something that's fast firing, like you said, so you can kneecap a bunch of people, get round them, or do the little uh, spin kick that he does when they're down. And it gave yeah. you a lot more choice on how to deal with the situation. So I thought it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I loved 4. 4 was the first time where I could say I fell in love with the franchise. I was like, oh, man, you guys did such a good job. Thank you. Thank you. I want to play Resident Evil 2 like this. And then yeah. that brings us to, uh, what is
0: it, Resident Evil 5. Well, We've before, talked about this in the past. So, Before I talked about 5, I was going to uh, say... Uh, I just wanted to make note that I also really liked Outbreak. Oh, yeah, Outbreak, Outbreak came out. Outbreak was like what I wanted from a zombie survival game that you were playing as a bunch of different people with different abilities, and you had to work together to get out of the city and things like that. I really enjoyed that, despite it having tank controls and sometimes not being super clear on what you had to do. I just loved that aspect of it. And I was really excited. Being a normie. Yeah. I I liked it because you had to make a balanced team out of it. And again, it's there's not much more to say about it because it was essentially Resident Evil, again, just with online and playing with other people. But I just thought that was an area that they could have explored more. Like yeah. having a character that would continually survive, maybe level up, get better stats try to just go like day to day, trying to get out of there. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a good concept and they kind of abandoned it really quickly.
1: Yeah. So, but Outbreak was uh, kind of like an MMO, wasn't it?
0: It was still a survival horror. The only difference was to push the game along. You had an infection meter where Uh if you got hit or you were wounded on the floor and you couldn't get up, the infection meter went up faster and when it hit 100 you turned into a zombie and the idea was you had to kind of help each other get through the game you were supposed to work together because uh for example the police guy he he starts with a gun and he can do a kick Uh. move so he can break down some doors whereas i think the mechanic has things he can throw to knock zombies down some were better at solving puzzles there was a doctor who was the only one who could mix herbs so it kind of balanced things out and i just really liked that aspect of it and i just wish mm-hmm. they kind of explored it a little bit more i won't linger on it too long because aside from the multiplayer aspect they didn't really explore it that much and it was just more of the same old uh resident evil formula yeah and uh, the less said about the first-person shooter, Resident Evils, the better. The <laughs> that was cool. Survivor, wasn't it? We had Survivor and then the Chronicles games where they were rail shooters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, but Survivor, you need to use the actual like, gun comm, right? To move yeah. around and shoot things, yeah.
0: But that game was never meant to be played in first-person because it just showed how aged it was. Because they, yeah. they literally used Resident Evil 2 and 3 assets. Yeah.
1: And the music was god-awful. Awesome, oh, guess. yeah.
0: It was fucking terrible. But uh, as you said, um, uh, do you want to talk about it some more?
1: No, I only played Survivor for like a few minutes at a video game store. And then the rail shooters, I've only seen um, some YouTube videos. Of it. I've never actually played them.
0: I played the first one. I had it on the Wii and then I just didn't care for it.
1: <laughs> you bought uh, it?
0: I got it as a present. Oh, that uh, means you bought
1: it. You're trying to hide the fact you bought
0: it. You're hard than no, cash. I did ask for it. I didn't buy it myself. Oh. I asked for it. Disgusting. But yeah, Resi did you feel Five. Dirty? <laughs> yeah. I got rid of it pretty quickly.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: Uh but yeah, Resi Five is like I know you and uh one of our friends kind of enjoyed it and like we... we I've always enjoyed
1: a... Resident Evil 5. I'll be honest you, I've always liked Resident Evil 5.
0: Yeah. Because it was kind of like a natural progression of things. It took the the babysitting element of the older games and like just said, okay, we'll just let you control the other person now.
1: Yeah. Also, the fact that it was a co-op Resident Evil made it legitimately fun because it means that you could play a Resident Evil game with your friend. Yeah, I know you could do it at, you said like an outbreak, but if you and your friend aren't playing online and both don't have the game, it's not exactly beneficial. Whereas as long as someone is, you know, right next to your house, you can play Resident Evil 5 together. Some will play Sheva and some person will play Chris and you guys are now in Africa versing the Ouroboros, which is essentially the upgraded version of Lost Plagas.
0: I will say one thing that I did not like about that game though. And that was, I felt the menu system was a big step back. The uh, inventory system, because you went back to having like a limited set of slots instead of the uh, kind of Diablo style grid based thing.
1: And you couldn't rotate the stuff around.
0: No. And one herb took up the same space as a shotgun. Yeah. It was fucking ridiculous. And I did not care for it.
1: I liked Town Rising 4. You can move the items around and you could arrange it. I thought that was quite smart. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I didn't like how they went back to it.
0: I mean, at I understood the same time, why they did, to stop you from being overpowered.
1: Yeah. but yeah, I did like that you could quickly change weapons, so I thought that was nice.
0: Yeah, yeah it had some good He's- things, and like you said, it was just... I think at that point they were like, let's just have some stupid fun with this. Because yeah. it kind of leaned into the whole Hollywood thing a little bit more. It still wasn't the level of six is stupidity, but five was, it, it was getting there.
1: Well, yeah, of course it was definitely getting there because naturally we'll keep go with Resident Evil 4. You've now taken it to this action route. So you can only really push that further at that point. You can't, it's a lot harder to go back to, I would say, go backwards and make it a bit more survival horror since, you know, they probably already lost some core fans based on that action move. And then, B, they've gained some new fans because the action-ish gameplay. So you have to try and, you know, appease everybody. I think that was... When you get Resident Evil 6, I think that was the biggest issue, issue with 6. Whereas with 5, I think there was some leeway to an extent. But I think after Resident Evil 5, a lot of people were starting to be like, just bow their heads out and be like, yeah, I don't think this is going to end well.
0: Yeah. Because, and- I
1: mean... Everyone bitches about the punching the boulder part when you're Chris because, you know, you're roided up as hell. I mean, Chris was jacked. Yeah. He punched a boulder.
0: It's really God, that's ridiculous a cool guy. It was, it was pretty
1: ridiculous. And then I remember a lot of people complained because you play Sheva and Sheva's African. And then she has like three different outfits. One's like Red Riding Hood. One is her club outfit and the other one was like tribal outfit. And that set a lot of people off. It's like, oh my God, it's so offensive. You've made her practically naked. She looks like, you know, like a stereotypical tribesman. And it's like, it's a Japanese game. I mean, I don't know what you expect. It's not being designed in the West where they're going to be a little bit, maybe a bit more sensitive. They're just being more like, oh, this looks good. I think our gamers will appreciate it. That's good. Okay, let's go.
0: (laughs) This is what Um, boys like
1: yeah you know that's pretty much it uh one thing i'll say i liked about Resident Evil five was the fact that um you know you could also upgrade weapons like you do in four but you could find you know gems and stuff hidden around i know Evil four had that but you could find them a lot it was a lot more fun i guess to locate extra stuff you know if you shot certain things shimmering you could find you know treasures and things like that and sell it to upgrade your weapons i i like that aspect to five it was kind of fun i also mm. like the fact that uh there was a lot more enemies that would surround you.
0: Yeah. You felt like uh, you were being kind of swarmed more, which is what they were going for. But I don't know, like, aside from the multiplayer element, I do still think five was a step back. I mean, I know I know a lot of people feel that way. I liked it. I'm not going to say it would
1: step back or forward. I'm just going to say it's, uh, it's just, they didn't go anywhere. It just
0: stayed. I mean, for me after that kind of resident evil kind of languished a bit because you had another rail shooter you had like an entire game dedicated to the mercenary side game
1: that was the d3ds one wasn't it
0: yeah and then you had revelations which was kind of like a the 3ds one where it was kind of a throwback to the earlier resident evils because you were on a ship it was slowed down again but
1: But it was the same aiming as uh, Resident Evil 4, right?
0: Yeah. It it was basically like Resident Evil 4 again, but they'd slowed the pace right down to like Resident Evil 1 standards again. I always wanted to play them. I've heard they're pretty good. It's decent. It's definitely worth picking up, but it hasn't aged well, I don't think, because it was on the 3DS. The enemies are very uninspired. Uh, They're all very quite like bland, white blob looking type things. And then, yeah, you have the other end where, depending on which character you're playing as, it goes back to like the action packed things. I know there's a part I remember there's a part where you have to defend your building from an attack from the bio weapons, and it goes back to that very much run and gun type thing. yeah, it was, it was fun, especially on a system it, like the three d s
1: It was a prequel to five, or was it took place after five?
0: I think it took place after five. I'm not a hundred percent sure I'd have to check. Because again, I kind of, I didn't really follow. Oh, it's set between Resi, four and five. So I think it's that's why I thought prior to her getting infected. Yeah,
1: because like Resi five was kind of odd in the sense, it's like, oh, now Jill's infected, but she has special antibodies, so she yeah. won't turn into a zombie, but she can get like some some significant strength upgrades, but still be fine. And then she had that weird kind of like bug device on her chest and you had to remove it. God, that that removal part was so annoying because you'd have to shoot it and then you have to remove it. And then when you're trying to shoot her, like I remember I was using the Magnum because you know the Magnum needs like two shots you can remove it. But it was always really finicky about shooting that thing. Whereas like even if you shot it directly, sometimes the Magnum would still kill with one shot the redo the whole thing all over again.
0: Yeah I didn't care. I like I didn't care for it. But uh, Revelations was fun. I enjoyed Revelations, especially on a system like 3DS, which at that time was kind of starved for titles. Yeah. Uh, There was not much out for it. So Revelations was like a breath of fresh air, but again, it's only like a single-player game with some multiplayer aspects. So it kind of came and went quickly, but it definitely showed what that system could do when people were doing right by it. And then... Operation Raccoon City was garbage. I don't know if you want to talk I about 6. Know about,
1: I can say some stuff about 6, but uh, I didn't even heard about Resident Evil Raccoon City until way later. I don't, I still don't even really know what it is. I just know the title. It's
0: kind of like a, It's like Left 4 Dead. Oh. You kind of play members of Hunk's team, and the idea is that you were supposed to be fighting through Raccoon City again and then you could do uh like a multiplayer version where you would play as the hero characters versus the mercenaries it just what system completely it was ps3 era okay so they just completely missed the mark with it
1: well as to say about six is that um i thought six was kind of interesting like i'm not saying it's a good game i'll make it very clear um I think one of the best descriptions I've heard about the game though is someone said for Resident Evil game, it's complete dog shit. Yep. But for an actual video game, it's average. And I thought it's kind of interesting because the best, like the same person who described the game was saying how it was unique that, you know, you have three different storylines. And for each different storyline, you have a different set of characters. And for each set of these characters, you get a different version of Resident Evil. So it was like the game where they're trying to appease every single fan. Because you had Ada Wong, and her uh, storyline was more about puzzles. Then you had, like, Chris's storyline, which felt more like Gears of War of Color, or, like, Call of Duty third-person edition. And then you had, you know, Sherry and uh, – fuck, what's his name? Uh, Albert Wesker's son, oh, which plays – Jake or hmm? something?
0: Jake, Yeah, Jake.
1: Something like that. And they play a little bit more like – The old game slightly. I think you also can play as like Leon and stuff. I forget what his game is like. I think his is supposed to be like more difficult. Something like that. So I thought it was kind of interesting that they tried to appease everybody. But you know, it's one of those things. There's no such thing as like a happy middle. You try and appease everybody, no one's really happy. Sadly, you can't really do much in that sense.
0: No, and I think that's where they went wrong is instead of just. Cause they fully did away with the whole like stop and pop gameplay. Like you could fully move. Like yeah. I remember people comparing Chris's sections to Gears of War.
1: Yeah, like I said, Gears of War, like third person Call of Duty, just run around, knocking people, and you can suplex them.
0: Yeah, I I just did not. I got it. Uh, me and my friend played through it, and we had fun with it, it as like a multiplayer thing again. But yeah, as a Resident Evil experience, it was absolute horseshit. It yeah. was, that was the point where I think even Capcom like stepped back and went, nah, we can't keep doing this. Which is basically where they had that huge hiatus. Cause we wouldn't get another numbered one for fi- another five years.
1: So for Resident Evil seven, I know that was made by Capcom, but I always get confused. Cause I feel like someone had told me before in the past that, the people who worked on Resident Evil 7 was actually a Western team. However, it was under the guise of Capcom, even though it was made by some Westerners instead of, like, the Japanese, which is why the game feels incredibly different versus the other Resident Evil games. I don't know how true that is, but I remember that's why I was originally told about the game. And, I mean, I'd, I'd argue, even though I've never beaten the game, that stylistically and how it plays... The atmosphere kind of everything about it doesn't really feel like a Japanese game.
0: Uh, it was developed in house by Capcom, but I don't know which. I know Capcom have like or did have like several tiny subsidiaries, like they had like Studio Five and whatever, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's um, it was made, uh, directed by all japanese like directors producers designers they're all japanese okay so i don't know if they had outside influences in that they were like we need to appeal to a wider audience or we want to take a a step away from like japanese horror but it was like a capcom product yeah so well, like I said,
1: like I know it's Capcom based I just said, like you know, I had heard that a Western team worked under it, so I was curious. Uh, they,
0: they, they might have brought more Westerns in. I'm not a hundred percent sure on it, but
1: did geez, you feel like, that there was a radical difference in that oh, one yeah. versus all the past ones?
0: Yeah. Well, again, for me as like a long term fan, I just felt like it was sort of a return to form, because mm-hmm. again, they they'd slowed it the fuck down. They were emphasizing item management, like you didn't have to kill all the enemies. There was a little bit of nemesis in there because you were being stalked by the different members of the Baker family. So I feel as if they took influences from every game they had made and were like, okay, what did people actually like from these? And how can we make a natural progression of that? Yeah. Because the start is very slow, it's very methodical. You like don't get a, a handgun until you kind of fight the first boss, at which point the game kind of shifts into that Resi 4 style because it's very action-packed. But then it slows down again, and you're creeping through the house once again, and the man is uh, stalking you. I can't remember what his name is. Um, oh. Oh, I can't remember his Jack or something. I can't remember the name of the character, the main antagonist, the father. But Mm -hmm. he chases you around first. You deal with him. Then the game slows down again. There are a few smaller enemies. Then you fight the wife. Then there's kind of like a puzzle section with the son. So I felt it was kind of like the best of both worlds, and I really enjoyed it. I felt really intense playing it, and I got to play... The VR version as well. Where did you play that? Um, Tokyo? My friend, friend? yeah, in, in Japan. He brought uh, the VR kit round. And uh, okay. they did a real good job of messing with, I guess it's depth perception, like that feeling you get when someone's near you. Yeah. Like at the start of the game, when they lean in like real close to the screen, it feels like they're there. Like huh. it feels like somebody's pushing their face against yours and it actually kind yeah. of unnerved me a bit because huh. i thought it was just going to be a throwaway mode but they'd poured a lot of time and effort into making sure it worked with the vr and it Ooh. was pretty even though i'd already beat the game 3 times before i did that it was still pretty terrifying even knowing what was coming was that a recent like update or is that something that's always been there i've think it was in the game from day one. Oh, okay that it was being sold as like you can play it without the VR but we've also taken that into account because yeah. I don't think it had any gimmicky bullshit in it like move controllers or anything you basically put the helmet on and that controlled your head but the controls remained the same like you still had to move okay. around using the traditional controller
1: oh okay I see what you mean yeah so was this like using the PlayStation, whatever, it's VR, or was it using a PC one?
0: No, it was uh, the PlayStation one. Because that was supposed oh, okay, to be okay. the killer app for it. I see. But, yeah. It doesn't it say was... like, I
1: thought like the uh, Vive or whatever, you have to use the motion controls.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've not tried it on PC before, and I yeah. don't have a VR set for PC. I don't care what they say about it being consumer grade now. That price is not average consumer price. Yeah. And then you need a beast of a computer to run it as well.
1: Yeah. Or you get that backpack computer to move around. Oh, um, the n-
0: the nuggy. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, I was curious about Resident Evil 7. I mean, I played at your place for a little bit. I thought it was all right. I didn't think there was anything bad about it. It was very unique. Like I said, I guess it stood out to me because it reminded me of, uh, was it? What's that movie, A Texas Chainsaw Massacre? The original one. Yeah. Not the remake. That's, I guess, the reason why I was saying like it didn't really feel like a Japanese game because there were so many Western influences in it, especially from a lot of grindhouse horror films, especially things from like the 70s and the early 80s. Where I was like, it just didn't really feel like a Japanese audience. I guess a Japanese group created it especially because the dialogue and the setting, I mean, obviously I could be wrong. They could have done lots of studying on getting the settings right, or maybe they brought people in to work on it. It was just kind of felt uniquely Western, I guess, compared to the other games. Because like, oh, yeah. when I think about Resident Evil 4, was like, I gotta say the president's daughter. It's like, yeah, you can see it on a Hollywood movie, but more often than not, I could imagine another country be like, what's a typical American you know, storyline we could throw into this American-ish game? Oh, Save the President's Daughter, Save the President. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the ticket.
0: Yeah, no, you know I, get, I, mean? I get what you mean, yeah. But so. Seven, yeah, definitely there were definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre elements in there. A lot of house. But I feel like, I mean, I think this sort of moves on a little bit from Seven, but I think we're going to see another kind of reboot soon because the pattern seems to be Three numbered titles, roughly, and then they fuck it up and they have to do something again. And we're kind of we're kind of getting an offset with that because we got Biohazard seven, like the first person one. Then we got Resi two and three, so they're riding that remake train as well. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw the trailer for eight Village.
1: Eight. Yeah, the Village. Yeah, I did. It's like
0: witches. Yeah, it's again they're like they're going off the fucking deep end with it.
1: Yeah, like, I watched it because I remember one of my friends said to me, he was like, oh, did you hear that the new Resident Evil game is going to have witches? I was like, what? <laughs> witches. werewolves. Yeah, werewolves. And I was kind of just really shocked. I was like, "Like, cool, they went zombies, they went infection. Like, you know, that'll make sense. But I was like, witches? I don't remember inviting witches to this party. <laughs> I just watched it. was yeah, like, okay, it's... cool. This is like
0: Beowulf or something. I mean, I'm probably going to play it out of morbid curiosity. But said it looks kind
1: of cool, yeah, we'll say it, that.
0: it still looks like the current generation of Resident Evil games, but it's just fucking going off the deep end again.
1: And, but maybe that's the point that they want to take the game now is just go in this fucking weird direction because they're I done know. with zombies. I mean, you can only take zombies so far.
0: I mean, come on, it's it's pretty old hat, I know, but like, paranormal it's not the ghostbusters like i I mean maybe i mean like resi 4 went through like three iterations before they landed on that one and i was curious about the version where leon's being kind of stalked by a ghost type hook wielding monster that one interested me so maybe it'll work i don't know but maybe i do feel that we're tickling up against depending on how this one's received we're brushing up against a resident evil six scenario where people are going to be like oh fuck me this isn't resident evil anymore what are you doing capcom and then resident evil 9 is going to come out and they'll completely i don't know they might have fucking lizard people and bloody tinfoil hat conspiracies in nine
1: that might be fun
0: (laughs) the reptoids are coming yeah (laughs) then they'll have to reboot it again you like have fucking Alex Jones from Info Wars on there telling you that the waters turning the frogs gay. Hey, that could be fun. That could be fun. The See? the
1: hunters were wearing lipstick trying to kiss you to death. Choo choo. Uh yeah, choo. Um, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's it's definitely getting a bit off the rails. But uh, I you never know. It could be a good game, but maybe a bad Resident Evil game. It could be follow that type of logic. Um, I
0: mean, I just the other thing is I don't know why they chose to carry on with the main characters. Seven, Ethan.
1: That was the thing I thought was weird too, is like what I thought since you're playing that character. Mind you, remember I didn't beat the game, so you saw me play it. Um so I'm not obviously I don't understand. I didn't read into the game too much because I thought maybe I might play it in the future. Anyways, um when you play as that character and you beat the game. I kind of figured you're playing as that character, so you don't get much storyline on who you are as a person, but maybe storyline about those around you. Is that correct?
0: I mean, kind of, yeah. It's more about him trying to find his uh, wife or his girlfriend and what's happened to her. And you're kind of finding yeah. out about her life and what she was doing, whereas Ethan just serves as like the stereotypical blank slate for you to project onto.
1: Exactly. That's what I meant. Like you know, you're playing a blank slate. So that's the case. You don't need to reuse him again. He's a throwaway character.
0: Because I assume they'd go with Chris, because Chris saves him at the end of that. Well, he doesn't save him. He shows up at the end of the game, and then they had some DLC where Chris hunts down the remaining Baker family member. And I thought they were going to go with him because it's the more obvious choice. They've got some brand recognition there, but it's gone in a new direction. But in a way, it's also continued Chris's storyline that he's working for an offshoot of Umbrella that's kind of done away with the old ways and they're now trying to clean up their messes. And he does, which I thought fully was weird.
1: Them. Yeah. Yeah, but I think this is weird. Because he was working for what? The BS double A in Resident Evil 5,
0: Yeah. And, which was trying think, to take down. In uh, I think it was like that in Revelations as well, but yeah. You're right. He was, they were trying to take down Umbrella. Then I think they merged.
1: Yeah, because he found out that the BSA. I remember Resident Evil 5, I believe they found out that the BS, well, he called this BSA for now to get easy. The BSA was actually working with Umbrella, even though they were trying to pretend like they weren't working with them, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah. So it stood to reason that that, to me, would have been an interesting kind of story to go down because Chris doesn't, fully know who he can and can't trust yet. Yeah. But now it's kind of when they revealed him in the trailer, he doesn't even look like Chris from the previous game, let alone who we know Chris as from the kind of canon of the series.
1: Yeah, when I saw what Chris looked like in Resident Evil 7, I was really confused. Like who is this guy? He's also not Jack, so it was really weird
0: to me. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'll give it that. It's going to be interesting. But I do feel, as I've said before, we are getting very close to the reboot switch being hit again. Yeah. Because I think this one is, again, 7 brought a lot of people back in, but I think 8 is going to push a lot of people in two directions again. Yeah. and I kind of feel that's what 2, the remake of 2 was for, was to kind of good faith build some good faith and then three kind of shit on that a little bit but Resident evil eight's gonna
1: follow the same type of gameplay at seven correct yeah okay
0: like the remakes i feel were just kind of like peace offerings for people who wanted have been pissing and moaning for that shit forever
1: yeah so then who was your favorite you know resident evil character throughout the entire series or did you not really have one
0: i don't really have one i guess if i had to like name a character who i thought embodied the series it would be chris i guess like favorite character for comedic value would be barry because everything that comes out of his mouth is pure gold it's very funny Chris, to me, is the face of Resident Evil at this point, just because I think he's been in the most mainline games.
1: I always think of Resident Evil as Jill, actually, because Jill, whenever I play games, I usually see her in other games. Because remember she was in Marvel's Capcom 2. Yeah. However, Chris joined Marvel's Capcom 3, so...
0: Yep. And he's in the new one, even though no one likes it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so to me, I guess it would have been Chris. Just be- I don't even. I don't think it's really a game where you can have a favorite character because they're all just people. It's not like an RPG where you're attached to a certain characteristic. They're all trained to a certain degree to deal with this kind of thing, and they all kind of have similar responses to it. Yeah. So I didn't really feel as if they were that distinguishable from each other. They've tried to do that with the remakes. Try to like go back revisit some personality traits for them. Yeah. But I do feel that most of those games you could switch any Resident Evil character in and it wouldn't change the overarching feel of it. I like see what you mean. If Leon was in Resident Evil 1 and then Chris was in Resident Evil 2... I don't think it would have made that much of a difference.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can agree with you there. I just ask because, you know, many people still have their favorite characters in the Resident Evil franchise, who they'd like to see return, who they not really care about. Cause, you know, for example, in six, I was pretty shocked they brought back Sherry Burke and I was like, whoa, like what? And then also they brought back uh not brought back, they brought in Barry's daughter, Moira or whatever. Things like that, where I feel like it's, I get kind of like blown away. Like, who are these characters? Why are they bringing them back? Do people miss them or want them?
0: Probably just like scraping the barrel, basically. Like, I love Barry and I like finding out more about him, but he played a very, he only really played a role in the first game and then Revelations 2. Yeah. And then he's only ever been mentioned in Flavor Text after that. Yeah. So, Hmm. yeah. For me, it was kind of like the characters themselves. They're all relatively forgettable. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like you for most games you could switch them around, and unless it was a continuation of a story, it wouldn't really affect anything. Yeah, I mean, I could agree with that. So yeah, mm. I mean, for me. Kind of that's that. We're at the point now where we gotta wait and see where it's going next.
1: Yeah, I suppose. So. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of. I'm curious about the Witch game. It might yeah. be fun. It might be dumb.
0: Like I said, I I will probably buy it and I will probably play it because it's another main line, a main numbered one. And I've played probably a good eighty percent, ninety percent of all Resident Evil games, so I will end up yeah. getting it. Uh whether or not it'll be a good game it's still a Resident Evil game and I'm still going to end up playing it <laughs> unless like people absolutely go like this game is terminal cancer playing it is just impossible type thing yeah which it won't be because it's still a Capcom product at the end of the day yeah it still has money behind it <laughs>
1: still has their love well it's debatable they love it kind of
0: but i feel for me that pretty much sums up like my experiences how i've grown up with it and kind of what the future holds for it is pretty unknown at this point
1: yeah yeah i mean i agree with you i mean we'll see how it goes from here for myself, um, I wanted to play Resident Evil 2 Remake. I really did, but I don't know. Being in Japan, it was kind of difficult to get the game, and I just kind of lost interest by the time I figured out how to do it, and I just don't really care at this point, I guess.
0: <laughs> I want fine. to
1: play it at some point. I'll but say it's
0: still worth playing. Well, I don't think remake. it's like, yeah,
1: I don't think it's something to be ignored per se, but it's just something that I, I jumped off the hype train a long time ago that's my point so i'm like
0: mm, no, someday
1: <laughs> that's kind of my take it's more like yeah maybe someday i'll try it out and see how it plays um seven yeah someday <laughs> i but i will say like i still enjoyed replaying five and four i've always liked those games they're fun but and i guess eight i am actually legitimately curious to. i think because they're jumping off the zombie bandwagon I feel a little bit interested. I also think because they're going in such a weird direction, it's, yeah, it kind of interests me. It doesn't mean it's to be good, but it's just interesting. I can't think of many games which are like, all right, we're going to be going to this European village where we're fighting witches and werewolves and what? we're going to take it seriously. This is a sincere game. This is not a joke. That's, I guess, what kind of interests me. Usually when you see witches and werewolves, it's always like, yeah, it's a joke or it's Castlevania.
0: Yeah, no. I feel you it's gonna like like I keep saying it's gonna be interesting at the very least, yeah, so unless you've got any other closing statements, I think that's pretty much all we can say without retreading what we've already said
1: uh, yeah, I don't know i' i don't I agree I don't really have a favorite Resident Evil character, but yeah, so I can't say
0: much so. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again this week. Uh Thank you once again to Kurt for having us on and for coming on to our show. So I think it's brought in a few new people. So if you're a first-time listener or just sticking with us after coming over from Kurt, thank you very much. Hope you... Yeah, thank you. ...enjoying it so far. And uh we will try to go back to our regular schedule. But, you know, life. Unfortunately, we don't get yeah. paid to do this yet. Yeah. So... Thank you very much, everyone. And as long as nothing gets in the way, we will see you again next week. Yep. So
1: See you later, everyone. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.